Welcome to the Venari podcast. Uh, I'm Tim Hartnell. Uh, in this episode, I'll be speaking with Jenny Rassana. Uh, Jenny is uh, Chief Sustainability Officer uh, and SVP of Global Research and Development uh, at Trivium Packaging. Uh, Trivium is a leading uh, global packaging uh, company providing high quality and infinitely recycled metal packaging. Uh, prior to this, Jenny spent a number of years uh, Avery Dennison uh, and Shell. Um, Jenny, welcome. Uh, it's great to have you on and uh, good to be speaking with you again. Thank you, Tim. Thank you very much for welcoming uh, myself, but mostly Trivium Packaging uh, to this uh, platform. Great stuff. Well, look, in today's episode, um, we're going to be talking about a few things, what Trivium are doing and how, how they're doing it within the sort of sustainable packaging space. Uh, we're going to chat about uh, Jenny's sort of top priorities in the coming years. Uh, COP27 are meeting as we speak, so we'll chat a bit about that and the future of uh, sustainability and what it looks like. So to kick us off, um, what steps are you taking uh, at Trivium Packaging to ensure that your packaging is sustainable? So, of course, uh, we focus on infinitely recyclable materials, as you already mentioned. So uh, we make sure that we make all our materials only from materials that can be used over and over again. And in this case, we selected metal packaging solutions. So we create uh, our packaging solutions from aluminium and steel, which are both infinitely recyclable, which is fantastic. That's, of course, the first step that we took as an organization as a clear decision and strategy uh, on the way forward. But then, of course, we take next steps as well. So we look at all our productions and all our uh, designs for recycling and uh, design of the of the products and the concepts that we bring to the market to keep on improving the sustainability credentials. For example, through our eco-design uh, strategy. So we validate all our new designs according to nine principles of sustainability. For example, we aim to reduce the materials that we're using so that we use the minimum amount of resources to produce our materials, but also to increase recycle, uh, recycled content, uh, create uh, more recyclability where possible uh, in all the regions where we're supplying. Brilliant. Um, and obviously, you know, as Chief Sustainability Officer there, um, I mean, what are the main priorities um, that you have? And obviously, how have these uh, sort of evolved over the past few years? When I look at our sustainability strategy, we aim at uh, three main angles. So the name Trivium is Latin and it stands for the three roads coming together, our customer, our planet and our people. So that's also the way how we've designed our sustainability strategy. So when I look at the people uh, part, uh, we look at how can we work together with our um, uh, neighborhoods, with our uh, with our employees and uh, be a force for good uh, in all the environments where we where we live. So what we do there is uh, making sure that uh, we do what we call World Cleanup Day activities in all our sites globally. So that's uh, point one. When I look at planet, uh, there we look at, of course, reducing our energy consumption, uh, gas consumption in all our 52 production sites globally. So we have that as a main target. We signed ourselves up for the science-based targets initiative for the one and a half degree uh, pathway. That means that we have to take action on a day-to-day -day basis. And this has been accelerated now, of course, with the increase in cost and focus uh, in global platforms on energy and energy availability. And then last but not least, our customer pillar, which is driven by our innovations. Uh, and that's where R&D, which I'm also leading indeed, like what you already mentioned in the intro, and sustainability are very nicely coming together because this is the area 
where we investigate what are the new products that we're bringing to the market to make sure that they are continuously more and more sustainable. Because we cannot just sit still and relax and say, okay, we have this infinitely recyclable materials and that's it. No, we have to keep on innovating towards new uh, materials and new solutions. Yeah, no, absolutely. And um, look, we alluded to it at the start uh, in the introduction, but obviously uh, you've got world leaders meeting COP27 as we speak, um, and there'll inevitably be complex conversations, I guess, around climate change uh, and obviously how packaging contributes. What do packaging companies need to do in order to reduce their impact? So um, my suggestion and uh, what I would like to see from all the cops that that are have been and are coming in the future is that we're really going to accelerate the focus on sustainability but then from a holistic approach so when i look at packaging i'm looking at the holistic approach to sustainability and packaging uh, because only looking at, for example, the CO2 footprint is unfortunately not enough. Certainly not if you're only looking at a life cycle assessment. The life cycle assessments that we have uh, to our disposal at the moment are, I always say, they are made in the last century. So uh, then by that time, we were still living in a world that was uh, looking at a linear economy. Now that we're transitioning to the circular economy, we also have to adopt our tools and our ways of measuring towards circularity. So for me, what is extremely key is that we are going to evaluate different platforms, also in packaging, for example, uh, according to circularity. So circularity has to be key. And uh, currently in a standard life cycle assessments, which, is, uh, which are cradle to grave, this is not always fully taken into account. And there are more elements that you have to take into account. But for me, circularity is key and have a look at how much is your material actually really recycled and not only is collected for recycling, but really recycled. And there are still a couple of very big steps to be made. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I think the circular economy is something that's coming up in a lot of conversations I'm having. And obviously the infrastructure that sort of goes into making that possible yes. is, is obviously really important. Um, uh, final question, I guess. Uh, I mean, it's quite a fun one. You know, if you had a crystal ball, um, what does sustainable packaging look like in the year 2040? Yeah, so 2040 is uh, still a long way from now, but it's actually also around the corner. And that's what you see when the first agreements were made in Paris in 2015. And now we're already approaching 2025 soon. And where are we now? What kind of steps have we really made as an industry? What my crystal ball would be for my dream would be that everything is recycled and everything is recyclable. And currently, certainly when you look at packaging, um, the packaging that's currently brought into the market, nine out of 10 times, unfortunately, is not that recyclable as it's stated on the marketing claims on the packages itself. Uh, when I look at metal, 80% uh, of all the metal that's ever been produced is still in use today. And when I recycle a metal package, I only need 5% of the energy that I uh, used the first time. So for us, for the metal industry, recycling is key. We have to keep these materials in the loop and we are already doing it. Uh, globally, we have the highest collection rate for recycling and the highest recycling rate uh, from most of the packages out there. So roughly 60% of all the packages on the global level are collected for recycling. And when they are in the collection scheme, then they are most of the times also recycled because the yield of recycling is very high. So these three elements have to come together for all the packages globally. 
because only then we keep the resources in the loop for our next generations. I think that's most important that we maintain the materials. And that's my dream that preferably all the materials are infinitely recyclable because that's best for the environment. Realistically, where do I really think we will end up by 2040? That's maybe a little bit different. Uh, looking at the pace of the decision makings, the pace of the collective agreements around what uh, is allowed and what's not allowed. How do recycling systems really work? There are so, so many different elements going on, certainly on a global level. Everywhere where you go, recycling is set up in a different way. It's very complex as a consumer to recycle your materials correctly. So I think yeah. we will not uh, be fully recyclable as an industry, as a packaging industry by 2040. But when you work with metal packaging, you're at least hitting your targets on the recyclability very quickly. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess, um, you know, you, you've recently taken on that sort of SVP of, you know, research and development. So you, that's going to be fundamental, I guess, to that role. Jenny, look, thank you so much for your time. Um, it's been great to sort of share your insights, um, you know, and I look forward to obviously uh, catching up with you again soon. Many thanks. Perfect. Thank yeah. you very much, Tim. Bye.